This is Work From Home, the show that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry, and today I spoke with Natalie Jones, who runs a shop called Caro in the town of Bruton in Somerset, where I live. And as a shopkeeper, the transition to working from home is a pretty significant one, and I'm sure she's not alone in that, so I wanted to ask her about it. Natalie, you're the owner of Caro, yeah. a shop here in Bruton. Can you just describe what Caro is as a brand, what the shop stocks, who you know, what, what the shop's all about? Yeah, so Caro is in Bruton, Somerset, um, which is a very creative town, and that's why I opened Caro in Bruton. And we stock lifestyle. I mean, some people hate that word, but I'm just so used to saying it, and I I can't be bothered to think of another name now. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, some people could call it a gift shop. It's bits and pieces from all different sectors. So we've got homeware, beauty, uh, fashion. We've got books, um, stationery, lots of different different things. But it's I guess curated with a certain eye. So absolutely aesthetically, it's of a of a certain kind. Definitely. And then you've got your own kind of lines of products and collaborations that you've been doing as well. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. We, we do our own chocolate range, um, which the Chocolate Society make for us. And yeah, we're working on a few other things at the moment. So hopefully we can talk about that more in June sometime. <laughs> What's life in lockdown for a shopkeeper like at the moment? It's been quite bizarre. I especially because I have focused quite heavily on bricks and mortar. So my digital and online e-commerce, whatever you want to call it, platform has not been the kind of strength of the business, and mainly because it's not my strength as a person. So <laughs> I've just kind of focused on things that I've found enjoyable. Um, and that happens to be the face-to-face aspect of it all um so when lockdown suddenly happened it was like all right of course everyone says oh you'll be fine because obviously your online business will just take you know just double sales or whatever I was like yeah I'm gonna need a bit more than double my online sales to to get through this sure but actually my online sales did increase um nowhere near enough to compensate for the loss that we would have had in the shop But it did, I mean, at first, I took some time out to just think. Not consciously, I just retreated a little bit. Then, I don't know, probably took about three weeks to a month before I could sort of get my head around everything that was going on. And also because you've got childcare and your husband as well, or my husband dealing with that. So it's not just business you're trying to clarify in your head. After a while, um, we started thinking about, okay, how can we turn this to our benefit? You know, what can we do to improve? And I think like lots of us personally, we reevaluated our values as a business. So we started thinking, well, what do we actually want in our future? Because I was thinking that personally as well, you know, that actually it's quite nice being at home a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And having an empty diary and no pressure on seeing various people or whatever I'm going to sound like a really unfriendly person there but you know what I mean we all have we all put far too many things in our diary so I thought I started thinking about my own personal values and I thought well the business is is no different I started thinking about that and what what our pillars are and and what we want to talk about and sort of combine that with how everyone's feeling in lockdown so we started bringing in new brands I'd read a lot that people were doing tons more exercise at home, whether that's online 
gyms, you know, like classes online or yoga or whatever, walking, running, suddenly, you know, pounding the streets. I mean, in Somerset, for example, I never saw runners before this. You'd go out. <laughs> and now when I go out, I'm like, it's like being in Hampstead Heath or something. <laughs> That's absolutely right. I know. It's really funny. <laughs> Are you able to talk about the collaboration with the florist in London? Yeah. Sort of. So what's 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 happened there? So we've, we've seen that you've collaborated with this florist in London to do with the chocolate line. Is that to sort of help basically boost sales when you're not in the shop and people aren't coming in and buying it like how's that how's that kind of working and yeah and yeah flower london is a flower service that delivers bouquets across london and um she approached me because she'd started flower out of lockdown because she also owns ep studios and decided that this was as being a previous florist she used her skills in a creative way to develop a whole new brand and therefore work and keep her staff working and sorry what does ep studios do they're sort of a creative company so they do interiors window displays sort of creative solutions for sure but then that side of the business was probably really yeah. affected by lockdown and so she's developed this new line of products to kind of to keep the business going amazing really cool and it's beautiful so it's a new uh new business which i really loved and i loved her style and the aesthetic also 10 percent of the takings go to a charity called the new normal um so i just loved the whole ethos behind what she was doing and it really fitted with caro and they know bruton and they've been to bruton i'd never met them um but anyway they asked they they wanted to put a um some products to sit alongside the flowers so when people come online mm. they buy their bunch of flowers to send to whoever and then they want to kind of add something to the bouquet and they wanted chocolate bars and they they approach me so we've always wanted to be a part of flower delivery service i mean we all know people like moon pig and bloom right and you can do things like that and i thought oh, if we found the right flower service then that would be perfect um so yeah i hope they do really well yeah, super cool. And one other thing I've noticed a lot, it's, um, obviously, since going into lockdown and, and working remotely, you're much more active on social, we've noticed, and you're kind of doing this series called a, like a, a week in the life of a shopkeeper in quarantine, if you know, if it does have a title, but that's sort of what it's all about. And And I suppose it just sort of is highlighting this kind of the strange reality of of being a shopkeeper remotely um which isn't really a you know hasn't been a thing before can you tell us a bit about that that project and and why why the why behind it and, and sort of how it's been received yeah there's there's lots of reasons why i did that for about well years literally years i've been told and considered being at the front of caro and you know on social media much more so everyone says you need to put your face in front of the brand people love seeing you know the person that's doing everything and i guess when you are in the shop you are the face of the brand naturally right because you're sitting there in the shop but then when it when it suddenly becomes virtual and it becomes a remote thing it's um yeah you have to be more proactive about that i guess yeah and i think certain people are good at that sort of thing um, i'm quite shy about it um or i have been until now <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, I have been quite shy about it. But after years of thinking about it and sort of picking up my phone and, and doing a video and feeling really tense and then just not doing it, I just thought this is the perfect time. A, I can use it as an analysis and really a measure 
does this make a difference? Because I haven't done this for the five years Caro existed. And now in lockdown, I'm going to do it for a full week. And I'm going to post every day. I'm going to film me. I'm going to talk to my customers. I'm going to show them inside how I'm experiencing everything, really be transparent about everything and see if it makes a difference. And it did. (laughs) Um, Really? Yeah, absolutely. It was so nice. And I'm not just saying this. It's really nice to actually engage with the people that know Caro and shop at Caro and look at what we're doing and follow us, you know. And I think I took for granted a bit that actually, you know, to kind of engage with that process and that that relationship, because it is a relationship, you know. Without them, I wouldn't exist. So it became suddenly much more about a conversation, which I really enjoyed. And, people, you know, people, if I asked certain things, people did write back, which I was surprised about. If I write a question on a, on a grid post on Instagram, I wouldn't really get many responses. But if, when I started asking questions, me to camera, people would respond back. So Really interesting, because it feels that much more personal and real. Yeah. In hindsight, I actually was quite relaxed and I I wasn't as sort of uptight. Maybe that's because I left it so long that I got to the point where I wanted to do it rather than I felt that I was being forced to do it. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased that I did that. So thank you very much to Natalie. We'll be hearing more from her in a couple of episodes time. If you want to find more information about uh, Natalie or Caro, her shop, you can find that at carosomerset.com. As ever, please do share this episode with at least one person you think would also enjoy it. And do remember to subscribe for new episodes every weekday. Hold up. 